Hello listeners welcome to the second part of the conversation between Anshu Gupta founder director of Runes and Grams of Iman and Meenakshi Ramesh executive director United Way of Chennai I am going to change tack a little bit here and I am going to embarrass you a little bit and go to say I was on a call with your daughter last week mm. and she was amazing she was okay. just so articulate she was so clear in how she uh talked about what is her inheritance and you know people talk about inheritance in terms of did did, did uh, i get so many diamond necklaces or is my father going to bequeath my house to me she was very clear she said i got this education and i grew up as a child with gunj oh. and i have been to countless villages of india i have such a wide variety of friends i have life experiences i have my parents value system that is my inheritance i thought that if a parent can hear their child say something like this on a public platform kudos you are like hope plus or the parent in kin is what i have to say so lovely lovely to hear her say that i was there on that call yes okay uh, sometime yeah. in the tent go there to move but yeah i heard this and and of course it was it was beautiful and also i said that maybe one of the inheritance is that she will she will never fake with her words and thoughts she will never mince her words and whatever she thinks ah that is she's your daughter he means daughter she will speak yeah i want to ask you as a parent how was the experience how did you and mini raise these two children together because i know that urvi and bunjar about the same age to be honest uh, i mean uh, yesterday only when we were driving from bangalore so my the senior colleague was asking me that sir any regret in your life no because i know that you don't have you don't talk about it and you don't actually feel about certain things and you you just go on i said nahi i mean this one regret for sure is that maybe we should have uh personally me much more than many i should have spent more time with Purvi, oh, that way. Uh, so uh, these two kids, I would say that, uh, of course, I mean, Gonjis grow on subtly at a little bit cost of Purvi's mistake. I mean, that that's very clear. I mean, I will not uh, fake in this thing. But I also understand that we are very privileged. We are very lucky and blessed people. Okay, because in any case. Uh, anything you do it will happen at the cost of something correct right so you should we not we make our choices yeah. and no one is forcing us to do Absolutely. that right there was no compulsion right and it's not that we we ever ignored her right and or we did a wrong or wrong parenting right of course i know you keep thinking sometimes that maybe there was better way and and the only thing is that maybe we didn't spend enough time okay but now the way she's uh, choosing her career and the subject she wants to study uh I, we are doing nothing but just just you know patting her backs and saying oh no we have done a good job <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day no i'm very sure i uh, tell you i have a child in the same age uh, and if i if i was mini on that call i would have been crying uh, she was really articulate and she was now it was it was fun it was fun raising both and also because maybe uh maybe these two were growing together in the same way we were we were paying attention to this 
child called Gohan. We are paying attention to this child called Purvi. Both of them were growing together. They were traveling together. It was not like if you are going to the village. Uh, and we have gone a lot, right? From yes, Ogunis, she said. Trying to she said a lot of time. Countless villages yeah, yeah. with my parents. So it was not something like that you are actually taking packets of Maggie and all kind of snacks. So Urvi has not grown like that. Even, so we can't imagine Urvi will have Chivda Dahi with so much of interest and love that the people there will actually pack 5 kg or 2 kg of Chivda <laughs> with us because Urvi loved it, you know. So I think she's grown like that. We 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 didn't think that these are two different things happening um, in our life. That's how I think it is grown, and we have uh, we have beautiful memories of Absolutely. both of these. To be honest, how lovely! And you have articulated it so beautifully. It's really mm-hmm. so nice to hear that. I'm sure both are going to grow to great heights, great success. Best wishes to her as she starts her next step in her studies. Anshu, you have travelled more across the length and breadth of this country than most people I know. And uh, I'm thinking you have been to a few thousand villages, say. No, not thousand, hundreds, okay. Hundreds at least. I must have been to like ten. Okay, so there is no competition. Tell me, are you seeing real ground level effects of climate change in the villages that are really the heart of this country? I think actually first important thing is that the people like us staying in the city must understand the impact of climate change because the areas which were never in the list of floods and all now flooded every year and we should also not talk just about climate change is also very very bad way of constructing things I mean you <coughs> you taking the nets again ah you come <laughs> you come and make a make a this is a very common again consistency in the communication what you talk about very common thing which I have been saying every time that someone will come and make a cement road in front of your house which is a feet above the level <laughs> and then few days later that person same person will come and say you live in the low lying area oh, I live in the absolutely fantastic place you made a road in front of you made my house so it's, it's a mix of climate change and it's also it's also a massive this callousness about the people Callous. efficiency but when I talk about villages, do remember one thing. People who suffer most actually have no uh, major role in causing it. They are at the receiving end of it. So when those hundreds of villages are affected by floods every year, and now almost everywhere in the country, disaster is no more a subject of north or east of the country, we need to understand that they were not the one who were cutting trees. They were growing trees. Yes. They were not the one who were making, you know, all these uh, building on buildings and no, no, they were not. They most of them still live in the small house. Even if they want to make a house in the in the river bed, they cannot. They they can't afford all that. They still live in that kacha, jopri or or whatever. Right. So they they suffer. They suffer. And and it is because of us, but for sure, I mean now, uh, as a, as a as a world as a world, we need to understand that there is the, 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 this climate change disaster is real. When will it rain? You don't know. How much it will rain? You don't know. How hot it will become? How hot it will become? You don't know. 
the crops are ready of you spend 6 months in doing that exactly at the last moment the day you have to cut it just so day before that you will have unexpected rains that's it and washes out washes out and then and then you are on the mercy of people or especially the entire this landlord and sutkhor stuff you know and you get into that debt cycle forever where you cannot come out so this climate change is not just what is happening i mean imagine the after effect of it when it happens and it's absolutely real and my regret my uh, i mean with lot of sadness i'm again saying this that the people who are affected most are not the doer of it they just at the receiving end of frog what is your hope for the larger next gen anshu uh, people say uh, india is poised to become one of the largest economies in the world but you have seen the reality on the ground you know that there is inequity uh, what is your hope i want to sort of ask you this up so that i'm hoping for an upbeat answer and saying what do you think and please feel free to share with us if you think i know you have these fellowships where you want to bring in young people so perhaps that is something linked to your hope for creating more ground level it's an absolutely uh, fantastic bunch of people we have and of course in millions okay uh well educated you know by means of degrees and all that but i think uh we need more people to guide them in the right directions i think that is somewhere in the ecosystem with this really really missing so so somewhere we are actually killing people up uh, killing people's dream because a person like me okay or or many of your colleagues or you i i know your story also now many of us if we if we just start dreaming with a with an excel sheet in our hand where you also show that to take the first step you need 25 lakh rupees how do i dream how do i really really do it because i also have loan of my education i also have a dream that my parents sit in yes. in a car now right all this less consumption all that is good for america and for the rich people of the country but large part of the population of this country is looking is 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 actually using a bike for the first time in life correct yes yes why is a cycle with a gear is small things may yeah, be or or a, or a, or some place to live maybe in a city for the first time and you are talking to those people are saying that it's happening too much yes it's too much for the rich people of the country but those people are experiencing that first time in last so many generations so we have to deal with them in a different way okay they are here to enjoy life they will go and have beer they will listen to loud music they will dance and you don't judge those people on the basis of that all these fellows which we choose okay they come from uh flanchly weakest possible i mean weaker section to the richest possible people they crazy useless people though. why do you want to become a fellow anywhere and go and sit in the village why do you want to become a fellow like this why do you want to get into the business of grief 
So that shows that, I mean, the, the number of applications we get and going in fellowship with a bacha. We are not known for fellowship and we have no dream to run big fellowship because they are absolutely amazing. Right from Teach for India to Gandhi Fellowship, they are amazing institutions who do this job much better than us. So we are not there. And still for those 15, 20 fellows, the amount of fellowship applications we get from everywhere. And you you met Sagar today. Now, Sagar is an engineer, four years ah. engineering. He applied for our urban fellowship. He didn't get through. Okay, somehow. He was in the waiting list or whatever. He applied for grassroots fellowship, entered at the grassroots level and said that, okay, I'll work at my grassroots. Wow. Look at the commitment of that boy. Yeah. So I have huge, huge hopes with the with the people. Yes, there is there needs to be a sense of urgency because we're losing time, and they need lot of uh, lot of not only guidance. Guidance is a is a wrong word. They need affirmation all of a sudden. They they you know like I think at least we do this. I don't know we know then whosoever hopefully will endorse it. That listen, hey boss, you can do it. Yeah. And they also, you know, today it is it is very common that people will bring people like me and you to lecture them. Okay, all these motivational speakers. They don't need anybody to tell them how to do it. <laughs> yeah. They want us to say, go ahead. It can happen. It will happen, boss. Because now you you put people like us in front of them, and we get half an hour, one hour with them. We only talk about our success. We have done this, we have done this, we have done this. We're not actually talking about our journeys. Most of us. We are we are like showcased as the success stories of business or social or politics. And you are absolutely ready to bail those papar, you know. So Matho, when I do these sessions, I always tell people that boss, seventy percent of this through in a dustbin. What is what was relevant for me? How I did? That was my way of doing it. Right. Your way of doing it. You find out. You find out. My role is just to tell you with this story that even by doing this, I'm able to do it. So by doing that, you'll be able to do that. Don't follow me. Don't follow my way of doing it. My process. My language. You know what I keep telling the team. It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. But don't make the same mistake again and again. That's make the Lapervai. Because if you do it second time, third time, then it is a Lapervai, it is a carelessness. It's not a mistake. Make your mistakes. Make your mistakes. And we are here to all fix it together. Who said you can't make mistakes? I mean, you. if you don't work, you will not make mistake. If and you work, you'll make mistakes. No, mistake. it's a plenty. <laughs> what if you do? Of what course. is the big deal? Yeah. Absolutely. So you have a grassroots fellow and you have the urban fellow. We have four fellowships right now. The one is the urban fellows, which where we are picking up kids from the urban India. Then grassroots is of course for the rural or even slums, but uh, that particular level. Then we have a fellowship for uh, the uh, partners in the social sector. Uh, the second line, third line, that they understand each other's pain and happiness. Fourth, which is the uh, most beautiful fellowship for us, is called Next Gen Fellowship, mm. where we started working with the kids of our families, all those women and all and men, mm. and we said that their kids need to come back. So in first batch, after a lot of selection and all, we picked up 14 kids out of them, okay. and they became fellow, and now many of them 
are becoming Woj formal team member. Some couple of them have got much better, bigger opportunities. And these are the kids who are coming from slums and villages and all that. But because uh, as one of, one of the agenda of Woj is also that how do we make sure that next generation studies? At least they do a minimum is graduation. Mm-hmm. Okay? So all that we work with families to make sure that it happens. Very nice. And that's a way of also institutionalizing or kind of making sure that this change is beyond just one year. And they're amazing. Yeah. I'm telling you, this fellowship is, is one of the most beautiful thing I think we've done. Lovely. Anshu, last comment you made about how you want to bring next gen of the families that Kunj works with into the, I'm not going to say ambit or circle. I think it is the grace of Kunj, I would like to say. I would like to say that people aspire to a more dignified life. And I think the way in which this fellowship might actually help take it beyond just that one generation. It's a wonderful thought. I have a nice warm fuzzy feeling in my heart even listening to you talk about it. And on that note, I would like to say thank you so much for sharing these thoughts with us. Each time I hear you speak, Anshu, the penny drops for me a little bit more. Really, really privileged to have known someone like you for so many years. Thank, thank you. you so much. For thank you so much. I mean, actually, one thing which we all need to answer uh, when I talk about this sector, especially the social sector, that uh, a businessman uh, or women kids will have much bigger business, right? A uh, restaurant owner might have a restaurant chain. Doctor's son, daughter will become doctor. Everything is fine. How come this is happening that we are losing our kids and they're not joining the sector? It's a it's a question which all of us in the voluntary sector and especially in the in the funding part need to answer that what is what are these useless thing about the people who work in the social sector i mean a simple young graduate of a management institute whose claim to fame is that he or she just maybe you know pass some entrance examination when these kids want internship in institutions like ours the letter will not say that we want our kids to learn something. They will say that we are the brightest brain and we will solve your problem. Who the hell are you? Right? That arrogance need to go back, boss. We need to take care of our kids, this young generation. They will not, you know, get into this till the time they're worried that if I'm joining an NGO or social sector, whether I'll get married or not. Mm. Whether people will get salary or not. Can I wear a Levi's jeans? Will I be able to pay my installment for a motorcycle? All that insecurity somehow we are not able to remove. I mean, and maybe that is the reason that we are not. There's no dearth of talent. There are hundreds and thousands of people who are desperate to join this beautiful sector. But this is this is the this is a wrong notion thinking of large number of you know people who are sitting with money, people who are channelizing money, the CSR people, and also people in the development sector. If you tell me that I have to work with Gandhi, I will go away. 
नहीं है मेरे बस की नॉट ऑल ऑफ अस कैन बिकम गांधी गांधी वॉज गांधी आई नीड माई जीन्स एंड टी शर्ट एंड एंड माई किड शुड गो टू ए गुड स्कूल द किड डिसाइड्स टू गो टू ए मुंसिपलिटी स्कूल और वॉट एवर दैट इज अड बट नॉट इन कंपल्शन दैट किड शुड स्टडी देयर एंड देन ओनली द गुड टैलेंट विल कव सो दिस एंटायर थिंग नीड्स टू चेंज Yes. Thank you very much <laughs> for you know having this detailed conversation. Thank you. Long the best. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the conversation between Anshu and Meenakshi and gained a lot of insights like we did. To learn more about our work, check out our social media as United Way of Chennai. To work with us, write to partnerships at the rate of United Way Chennai dot org. Subscribe to Out of the Box Talks for more thought-provoking conversations. We are now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Jio Seven, and Ghana Podcast. This is your host Vinod signing off. See you in the next episode. Bye.